raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast, presented by Macy's. Hey, L'Oreal. Hey, Eva. So you flying like a little mermaid today. I like this hair. <laughs> you know, we, we had some interviews today, so I had to make sure we got things right. And, you know, since I've been watching all the queens, man, I had to step up my look. You know what I mean? I had to step up my look. I you had to have my DJ style. Dime today? You know, you get what I'm saying? I had to have my style on point because I knew I was coming to sit down with Madam. Listen, you stay on point all day long. Now, this week has been kind of crazy. It has been a very heavy media week, a lot going on. And it started off just all wrong. Social media starts comparing our girl Kiki Palmer to our other girl Zendaya. Mm -hmm. And Kiki, you already know she has something to say. Plus, the one and only T.D. Jake says that families are in trouble because we are raising up women to be men. Hmm. We're going to see what he's talking about there. Mm -hmm. And a Flint woman sues a man for $10,000 over, guess what? A bad date. Oh, that would have to have been a hell of a bad date because that's a lot of money right there. Anyway, should you lie to get a job or does that last woman need to get a job? We don't know. One of the two. Well, we got to see about it because <laughs> that might cause some problems just like in my DMs, which they always are diving in. So we're going to make sure we put a couple people on blast or shout a couple people out depending on how you feel about the whole situation. Plus, we always have a final question to undress. And you always know it gets interesting, it gets spicy. And this time, this happens. How do you set yourself up for something like this? And this is the man that you're supposed to be knowing intimately. She don't like him, and that's probably one of her many boyfriends. Look, sis. Listen, look. I don't okay. know, but it's going down. So make sure you listen to hear how we undress this mess on the Undressing Room Podcast, brought to you by none other than Macy's. Speaking of Macy's, Macy's is so dope because it's not just about fashion for them. It's style all around. And style okay. isn't just what you wear. It is in the spaces that you live in also. So whether it's your outdoor space, a patio, or sprawling backyard, Macy's has the recipe to make your ultimate oasis. Striped decor, colorful glassware, outdoor ovens to keep pizza dreams coming. Yes, it's getting real fancy at Macy's these days. All you have to do is go on over for some inspiration to Macy's.com slash own your style. That's Macy's.com own your style like my girl L'Oreal does. Like we do. How about like that? We, come on. It's a duo. <laughs> we do. Duo. You get it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, you know, with some things going on out there and social media is always starting some mess, Eva. And this time it's between our good girls, Kiki Palmer and Zendaya, who we love both of them equally. Yes. We, there's no one over the other, in my opinion. So you tell know, me, because you you understand street beef. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You, you are, you know, you can articulate that in a way where everybody can understand. So what is going on with this unnecessary street beef? Very unnecessary. So apparently people are calling out everyone right now. So Jordan Pill has this new movie, Nope. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it, but listen, it killed the box office. It, it killed, killed Minions. It killed Tom Cruise, Top Gun Maverick. This came out over the weekend. Some people are saying this is actually her breakout role, even though I would have to say it was a kill and a beat. 
Right, I'm like, break out. The girl been popping since she was nine. But I guess this is her and her grown adult actress life now, you know, because okay. she's a whole she's a whole different, she's a grown woman now. And she she's is. really showing those true acting skills. And some people have been sleeping on her for years. Now, one social media user has something to say about it, and it went viral. She tweeted, I like someone to do a deep dive into the similarities and differences between Kiki Palmer and Zendaya's careers. Now, this may be one of the clearest examples of how how colorism plays out in Hollywood. They were both child stars, but their mainstream popularity is very different. Now she goes on to explain her thoughts. She said, the reason I chose Zendaya is because she's considered to be mainstream, but also a triple threat. She can act, sing, and dance. She was a child star. The similarities go on. But if Zendaya was darker, I don't know that she would be considered mainstream by their definition. Now, of course, Kiki Palmer, who is older than Zendaya, she saw this viral tweet and she responded. She said, a great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever. The first black woman to star in her own show on Nickelodeon and the youngest and first black Cinderella on Broadway. I'm an incomparable talent, baby. This is Kiki Parma. I've been a leading lady since I was 11. I have Ooh. over 100 plus credits and currently starring in an original screenplay that's the number one film at the box office. Nope. I've had a blessed career thus far. I couldn't ask for more, but God continues to surprise me. Now, do you think it was a reach for them to even compare Kiki and Zendaya or claim colorism at its fault for Kiki not being as mainstream as Zendaya. Absolutely. You know what's so frustrating? And when it comes to colorism, we do it in our community so hard. It comes from us to us. And I understand how our culture has adapted it, considering how we made it to this country and the divisions um, created so that we, you know, don't thrive as a community. But I mean, sis, There is literally no comparison as an artist, be it an actor, a painter, a a rapper, a singer. You choose the kind of projects you want to do. That's right. And that's what Kiki has done. She has done projects that speaks to her. And so has Zendaya. And I don't think either are to be compared at all in. Do you think she would have gotten the job faster at Good Morning America as a host with Michael Strahan if she was light skinned? Like, what is, mm-hmm. what what are we saying mm-hmm. here? This woman is so accomplished and has done things that no other girl has done, darker no or lighter than her. Like, it has that it has no factor. I think it. I think it was a reach, and it's a way to continue to divide us. What do you think? Yeah, and I hate to say that because when. I don't even think about them too to compare to be like they're up for the same roles. I don't think that they're anything like I think that they're two talented black women in their own right. And I hate that we always have to give that division of uh, darker skin, lighter skin, to be honest. I I like Kiki Palmer better. Uh, and as far as her movies and things of that nature, I don't look like, oh, because Zendaya's light skin is why I don't like. It's not like that. It's just the roles, like you said, that she chooses. You got to yeah. think about it like Zendaya was in what, Marvel? Is that Marvel? I don't really know the difference between the Marvel universe and the other thing that's kind of like Marvel. But I know she was like in Spider-Man or something Zendaya like that. Zendaya was in Spider-Man. That's right. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right, yes. which is... Uh, that alone, once you get into those world of films, doesn't matter, black, white, whoever. But actor, she also did that project with Carrie Washington's um um uh husband as uh was it Malcolm X uh, uh Malcolm and whatever that project was, which was so black 
So oh, beautiful. Um, you mean with um, you know what I'm talking about? You talking uh, about what? You mean with uh, Washington? It was the Denzel son. There we go. Oh, there I'm like, go. wait a minute. Yeah, there we go. But I, she also did a John project. David Washington, John David, Malcolm okay. and Marie. So yeah. it's all about the kind of project you want to do. Also, Zendaya is doing Euphoria, which is a very which artistic, edgy kind of a piece. It's one of those either you like it or you don't. You know what I mean? It's very in the Game of Thrones, HBO kind of a world. Yeah, it's one of the biggest watch shows. And that's what I'm saying. The things that Zendaya are choosing is choosing put her more in the mainstream versus what Kiki is choosing. That you can't get any more mainstream than Good Morning America. Period. You and you and stop, and that's just, the thing stop too. saying that. That's like, not acting that's not acting so when but, i think of but as general markets though when you are just looking at the market of the the talent who's mainstream who's not mainstream i don't think one is people bigger can than do r&b but one person is r&b mainstream and then you know what i'm saying but when it comes to kiki kiki is mainstream but I hate that I'm even sitting here adding to the conversation of comparison because, like right. I said, I should have just stuck to what I said in the beginning, that I am a fan of both of them equally. I was so excited to hear that Kiki was the star Everything of that. Kiki do, I go see her independent projects. I go to a screening in Atlanta. When I tell you, Kiki Palmer is a talent. She is amazing, and so is Zendaya. We are we going to sit here like the ladies we are and give right. both these sisters a flowers. Either, though, sometimes it's about timing. It took for a nope to really have people reopen their eyes just in case they might have slept a little bit on Kiki. Uh -huh. And now you know not to play about her. But period. they sleep on Zendaya until she did Euphoria. I mean, it goes. I back slept and on forth. her. Like you I know slept what I mean? on her. I'll add to that. Like I didn't. Malcolm think... and Marie, Spider Man, and the the uh, the, the Spidey. And I didn't movie even care for did. the other. The Malcolm and Marie wasn't my favorite. I think Euphoria. That. She's doing her thing. Like she did that too. Yeah. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. You want to know who else did that? T.D. Jakes. Uh, Lord oh, have mercy. Oh, Y'all know T.D. Jakes. He's Lord. the mega church pastor. He went viral recently after a sermon entitled Real Men Pour In. It was okay. posted on his YouTube. Now, he argued that today's women are not applauded for embracing their femininity. He sees women being praised for being too independent. This is what he had to say. Hear his words. This breaks all sociological order that the culture we're living in now. Because we are raising up women to be men. And you are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are, and you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. I know you can buy your own car. I know you can buy your own house, but until you create a need that I can pour into, I have no place in your life. So stop coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me and wonder why I shy away. Oh, y'all ain't gonna talk back to me this morning. That's sad. Okay, so you are you you know I'm gonna go. You know I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna give yeah, you the rest of this sad. and I'm gonna let you go. So because you know I got something to say. Now, do you think that TD Jakes had a point to what he was saying, or do you think he has completely missed the mark? 
I feel like T.D. Jakes is living in the 1800s. <laughs> then the, the 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 1700s. Now, I feel like he's living in a different time and day and age. I feel like nowadays the average home can barely afford to feed their kids. Uh, inflation is up. I feel like um, a woman taking care of responsibility and adding and bringing to her home shouldn't be something that's frowned upon or look like it's making the man feel inferior. And if you do feel that way, then that's because you're not doing enough for your family. Don't blame the woman because she's trying to provide and add to and add to the household and the family. For you to be saying that her going up the corporate ladder is destroying the home, what home if you can't pay for it? If 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 the man don't have enough to, uh, hey, I ring the bell for myself. You know, now. I wanted to if ding the, it like three times if already. The, if the man can't even afford the home and need the woman to help with the home, what, what are you talking about? There's no home. You know what I mean? And, and being as a unit and as a family, you should, we got to stop doing this. Like we divide light skin and dark skin. We divide the black woman and the black man. It's always, we trying to pin each other against each other. And that's why it's so easy for other races or other people to come in and divide us or to get in between us or get in between our homes is because we're always looking for somebody to come in between or a division between us. It shouldn't be the woman or the man could do this. It's a household together. That's your family together. Stop going against each other or pinning each other. And as a preacher, as a pastor, as somebody that's supposed to be leading the people, I'm disgusted. Okay, so I thought it was me. Like I said, I didn't hear the beginning of the sermon. I didn't hear what was said after. I did hear this clip. And so I'm taking it for what it says in its context. Now, for starters, we as a people, black people, women and men, have had to adapt in life. Period. So we are natural adapters. Let's start there. Now, women have had to pull up because of the way the social structure is created in this country. It was created for the man not to be able to be there for the black family. The woman was then responsible for holding the black family down. Now, you remember when we finally got voting rights, which was in what? 60 last year five, and then they took 62 away again. my mother was born in the 50s which means when my mother was born my grandmother couldn't even vote right. now we have a black woman as our vice president the times have changed bruh so what we were allowed to do in the world has changed yeah. women have decided to pull up black women have decided to pull up and if your need to pour into someone's life only has to do with finances you need to go find some more to pour into because there is way more than you could do for me that i could do for myself and baby i can do very well for myself i don't yes. need you to pay my bills i don't but i do need a man to be there for me so if the only way you know how to be there is I paid the bills. Your car is paid for. You don't have to work. So I don't want to do that. That doesn't fill me up. And you not hearing what we need as women and trying to tell us what we should accept from men is so frustrating. Come on. And Eva, what about the women that don't have boyfriends or husbands? So I should just sit around waiting for somebody to come save this damsel in distress and suffer and and be broke until I may possibly find that. I might not never find that. Then what? Ever, I'm, you know our little show, we like to watch 90 Day Fiance. I just started yes. the new season. One of the guys will be the first person in his entire family to get married, Come which on. means he has a family. 
and they have generations. No one has gotten married. So if you don't create those men and those women to be independent people and thinkers in this world, considering that y'all not actually creating a household together, then how are they going to take care of themselves? Exactly. That and is not just, everybody's trajectory is not marriage. And it's just so frustrating that this is coming from a voice of Say what's supposed to be a leader of our, you know, our time. And this is what you're preaching. And this is what you're pouring into people. And I love T.D. Jakes. I love his work. I love his book. I love the way that he has brought the gospel into the secular world. Right. But bruh, don't Kim Burrell the situation now. Doesn't mean he can't be ignorant or wrong at that, that part. Or, or for that matter, because you can preach certain things that doesn't mean and that's your beliefs. But you need to take a step back and look into this world that we got going on with ten dollar bread, loaf of bread and seven dollar uh, a gallon gas. OK, because every man can't afford to pay for that. And so why isn't the sermon about the man's ego getting in check? Because we have made as women allowances for the male ego. The male expects the male to have the ego. And when he doesn't have it, then it's the man law violation. All the reasons why you're not as much of a man. But what about checking that? Because it seems to me that is more of the issue versus my ability to level up and make as much money as you or more. Period. Like, why is that a problem? I don't get that. Well, here's another problem, Eva, with this man. He got a whole problem on his hand because a woman is now suing him for $10,000, 10 grand over a bad date. Now, this woman, her name is Quashante Short. She is suing Richard Jordan for $10,000 for a bad date. Let's hear about this damn date because... This is a little unbelievable to me. Now, it was a legal document. It was filed in 2020. It says that Richard deliberately and intentionally hurt her when he did not show and left her on her mother's <laughs> birthday and her mom had just passed away. Oh, now, Richard no. said this is a damn waste of time and that she's essentially suing him for a bad date. Check this out. You don't understand, ma'am. You don't what understand. here. Are we done here? Perjury, perjury here? is perjury is a false I know exactly what perjury means. I know what perjury means. Are we done no, here? You don't. Is it a criminal offense or not? What statement? I don't see anything in the complaint that says he made some false statement under oath. Because you don't know what happened. You're on the outside looking in. You don't know anything. But you're the You are the plaintiff. Are we done here? You have to are lay out here? your allegations are properly. Are we done here? No, I we're know not. Exactly what perjury means. No, we're not. Do not insult my intelligence. You have to lay. Do not insult my intelligence. You have to lay your. You have to lay your. Please do not you have insult to lay my intelligence. Complaint out. It has. You have to allege this in the complaint. You have Please not. Please do not insult my intelligence. Quishante done lost her damn mind because that's her arguing with Judge Maribel. Now this I is, know that's uh, not the judge. I know that's counsel. That was I know that's judge. not the judge. That wasn't even the guy, Richard. This was the judge, okay? So they were arguing because she was saying that he committed perjury. She didn't understand that, like, perjury means, like, you got to put your hand on a bite, like, under oath. Like, you have to, like, <laughs> say, you know? <laughs> So she's like, you're insulting my intelligence. And she was really upset. And they were arguing back and forth about it. But she thought it was a criminal offense. But... The judge is like, no, it's not. Well, the judge says claims like this should be handled in a circuit court instead. 
and ordered that. It just got moved there. He didn't say she didn't have some sort of a case. It just wasn't the case for wrong him. court. It was a yeah, wrong court. Yeah, so Daily Mail found out that Quashante had a history of filing frivolous lawsuits, including suing the Flint Police Department for $300 million. She has been ordered to pay all fees and expenses for the hearings. Do you think people should be able to sue bad daters for emotional distress? Clearly, this woman has an issue. I actually know somebody like this. My uncle, um, his... uh, his ex, she would sue everything and everybody, and she even sued him for child support. Every time he got a raise, she would take him to court again. Um, some people are just sick like this. What, what do you think? Should they get their money back if you have, like, a bad date or somebody that wastes your damn time? Okay, no. I mean, <laughs> no. These are, at the end of the day, you consensually decided to whatever toxic trait this person you gonna hang out with might have and so mm-hmm. no the same way you're liable if you're in a car and something happens and you are liable for what happens in that car also if you go date somebody and it doesn't end well you can't sue them however i don't think that the legal system to get to should get to the place where it disallows you to sue somebody which means you can file suit against whoever you want to as far yeah. as the court finding that a uh, something that has enough grounds uh, and evidence behind it to actually take it and you have an actual case, that's something else. So sue away if you want to, because all it does is show the kind of person you are. A serial sewer, I mean... Now, a serial sewer, that's a problem. A serial sewer? <laughs> now, let, now, let's look at something in a little bit more, like, serious note, right? Now, say there's a guy that, like, goes around and does this to women. Because there are guys that we talked about love bombing before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are guys that uh, lie to a woman to get them to do stuff. Or even, like, how it's the, the, the Tinder swindler, remember yes. him? Yeah, so I think in the case of that, it would be a little bit more serious. I wouldn't have any damn time to. I don't. I don't agree. Nobody for this. But if you are wasting my time and I put some money into it, I want my money back. I'm just. I saying. wish I could sue one one person in particular. <laughs> I wish I could sue. It's this one guy. He was supposed to give me money for something and only gave me a fraction of the money. I felt like I should be able to sue him. What you think? Did you work for the money? Did you earn the money? Was there a he, contract? The money, the money was promised to me. Like, so I'm going to give you this money. It's in writing, yes. Not a contract, though. But he agreed to give me a certain amount of money and only gave me half of it. I mean, I think if it's a business transaction, that's the, one thing. The business thing. transaction is that you told me you was giving me this no, money. No, but in as writing. friends, like, if I'm like, yo, Lori, I'm about to I'm cash up you $200 this? and then I don't do it, you can't sue me for that $200, bro. If you, you put can't. in writing, if you put in if, if I, I say text to you, you, if I text you, I'm going to give you $200 and I change your, my mind and be like, you know what, I ain't going to send her nah, that. Nah, ain't no you change That's why mind. it's a refund button on the cash app because you are allowed to change your mind. You Okay, it, but say you talk me into, yo, you really need to get this BMW. Not mine because I pay for mine, but I'm just using it as an example. Uh, BMW. I'll give you half the money. You should really get this one. And I'm like, yo, it's 10000 down for the money. The yo, judge going to say, look, 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 you should have waited to get that money in your hand, sis. Money ain't guaranteed unless it's in the hand, It ain't guaranteed until it's guaranteed. Now, when he give it to you, he can't sue you back for it. 
Nah, I because want my other three thousand dollars. <laughs> this sounds real specific, low. <laughs> I'm telling you, if he only if he say he gonna get five, right? I'm gonna give you five thousand, and he only give two thousand. You owe three thousand. Who owe three thousand? He do. No, no, no. He you said he was 3, giving five. You was you going. Can't. You were going to owe five. You lucky he gave you the three. Nah, now I want to sue somebody. Now that I think about this, I'm that's why you got a job. That's why you got a job. I'm with LaQuasha Quashante. That's why you have a job. Unlike uh, a... Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. This next story, the no question job. is, we want should free money. you lie to get a job. Now, a recent uh -oh. social media post went viral over the weekend and provided um, a resume tip to get a great job. Now, it started with a TikTok of a woman hyping herself up since she got a job and was just completely unqualified for. <laughs> listen to this audio. Bro, I swear to God, if you don't listen to me on nothing else, if y'all don't start lying on these mother resumes lie 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 on these they gonna train you anyway and if you they're not gonna train you just ask questions finesse finagle something lie even the resume professionals will tell you add a little bit of spice on there lie on that that is exactly a lie how y'all think i just got this job huh lie I'm not going to lie. I think that this person is telling the absolute truth because some people that be in their fields, Eva, I'd be like, how the hell did this person get this job? So unqualified, <laughs> like so unqualified. So I got two stories. I'll give one story about how I lied. And then I have another story about a friend. I know a friend who decided to lie and take a job only to get to the job. And like, I can't do this job. It was no they, training on this They job. said they could work a machine that they had no clue <laughs> how to work at all. Got the job. The money was good. The hours seemed good. It seemed perfect. Because this equipment took a level of expertise that they did not have and whoever has it should get paid that amount of money. Yes. So when they went, they realized job safety was more of an issue and let them know like, look, is there another something that I could try to learn to work? Because I can't work this. <laughs> now, for myself, I did, I, I consider it a lie because it wasn't the truth, even though I didn't like lie, like overtly tell the dishonest truth. Mm -hmm. So when I tried out for Top Model, Lord have mercy, I can't believe I'm telling this story. So when I tried out for Top Model, I initially heard about the show and they were casting when I was in college at the local mall, at Lenox Mall. So I went to the mall, but the line was crazy and me and my homegirl were in the line and I realized it was about to be time for me to go to my work job. So I had to get out the line and they never saw me. So we looked up online uh, and find out the next time they were casting. So they was mm -hmm. casting in Memphis. So we drove down to Memphis. I didn't realize that was a callback audition. So like I wasn't supposed to like walk up in there. It was only for the callbacks, but they put it online and I didn't know what a callback was at the time I was in college. So <laughs> I went, I'm sitting there. I got my number on and the lady was like, where's the first city we saw you in? And I realized then, like, oh, so I think that callback thing means, oh. <laughs> and I said, you know, I saw y'all in Atlanta. 
Like I didn't. I mean, I saw them in Atlanta. You made it up. But they didn't see me in Atlanta. Like <laughs> I saw the line. I was going to see them at some point. But I said I saw them in Atlanta and I got through and I ended up on the show. So sometimes you lie. Uh, omission of the truth. I'm just this this so sometimes coming. faking it till you make it as good. I mean, I got a I got a job at a place doing the same thing, but sometimes the job will lie to you and they'll be like, yo, this is what we need you to do. And then you get there and it be a telemarketer. <laughs> <laughs> so one time that happened to me, they was like, yo, would you love to work with? Do you love sports? Do you love this? And I'm like, I think I could do this. I like sports. Yeah, yeah. They had me going door to door selling tickets to the uh, baseball game. <laughs> I was like, nah. I quit no, after my first day. <laughs> I well, worked one day. I was like, this is murder. What? No. See, that's when that's that's guys that quick karma. That's a yeah, real, no. real, real fast karma. But it's not fair because they tricked me. Like that's not you. I'm supposed to be tricking them. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> now that's the real gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> they got me for real. Yes, if you didn't know, you're listening to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. Go ahead and check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com/slash/the Undressing Room. Now, L'Oreal. I saw you over the weekend, sis. You was looking thicker than a snicker. You was looking like a whole meal, not a snack. I'm going to need to know who is in your DM. Oh, my God. My DMs are a little bit ridiculous this week. I do know that there are more than one side to a DM. There's like the general side and a primary. I learned that like this week. So I want to look through that whole DM. Those are the messiest. I grabbed this one from the other side of the game. It says, hey, you look good as hell. I'll put a baby in you. No cap. Oh, that's the good that one. That was easy. That was just how they said it. Somebody else, L'Oreal, I had no idea you were this fine. Like, ma'am, I knew by the sound of your voice that you were going to be kind of pretty, but damn, you're actually fine. They even said, I thought you looked like, and they come. They said somebody, I ain't going to say who don't, it is. Don't say, don't say. You know say. who it is. Don't say. We ain't they was like, oh my God, I thought you looked like her, but it's... <laughs> Anyway, I also, now this one is a little unique because they didn't slide <laughs> in the DM. They actually slid in my email, my booking email, and okay. my manager actually forwarded this to me. I thought it was hilarious. This is actually a little creepy as well. Hey, L'Oreal, huge fan of the content. I think you are incredibly attractive, and I just wanted to know if you do private bookings. If so, what would be your rate to spend a weekend in the Bahamas? Your accommodation and travel will be taken care of along with your booking fee. If you are interested, I am willing to submit any information regarding a background check. And if not, I sincerely apologize for the proposition. Looking forward to hearing from you. You will not be hearing from her <laughs> at all. And it's I'm giving prostitute. <laughs> it's giving what is your IP, sir? What? What is it's a pro L'Oreal, I'm a little bit older than you. I've been in this business for 19 years. What is a private booking? I, uh, you know what a damn private booking is. The he said whore. he apologized. I guess he doesn't think that. He's just no, trying to test the water. No, whore was it the W-H-O-R. That's like, that's, you know. <laughs> He's trying to oh, test like, the waters to make sure I am or ain't. Oh, no, whore. no. And I'm not Magic Down Juan. And th this is, no, we not, no, sir. No. Can you believe the boldness of these people? Like, what would make you even think that My favorite from today this? is the baby in your belly. Yeah, he's like literally just came out and said he's going to give me a baby. No cap. <laughs> well, obviously no cap if the baby going to oh, oh. 
I just I do want to shout out to the couple of nice, sweet guys that have been in a DM. I'll read this last one really quick. Let's what can it. I say that hasn't been said to you or that you haven't heard before? All I can say is you're just perfect, flawless beautiful, personified, poetry in motion. I can Ooh. drink your bath water. That's Then that's, that's when he got Petro, that's gas, baby. Come but on, why man. do you got to drink the bath water at the end? That's when it's like, mm. I mean, the bath water is equivalent to that, that string of spaghetti and you on one end and he on the other. Y'all like. No, it's only equivalent if the spaghetti goes up in my mouth, I spit it out and then he just, then eats it. All right, now let's just skip all this. <laughs> if you want to slide into my DM at Starring L'Oreal, S T A R R I N G L O R E L, and we can embarrass you too. Please, not well, not embarrassed <laughs> because obviously I support all the good ones. So please slide through with some nice me. poetry, like you just said, my my girl, poetry and motion. What is not poetic is the final question to undress. Uh -oh. Now. This is a little bit disturbing. I hit our producer up earlier this week. Like, what is going on here? Okay. A young woman goes off on her man in front of her friends at her birthday dinner. Listen That's to this. No, no. Birthday, like, you really just should have paid for all our food. For one, I'm not paying for everybody's food. It's your birthday, cool, but friends. I'm not doing that. It's 18. Why, why don't you got to pay for all y'all food, though? You brought 18 friends. I'm going to leave you. You yes i'm sure no female wants a broke but however a financially wise one is a different story how you get mad at a man because he doesn't want to pay for your 18 friends bro but yo look listen a lot of people gonna hate me for this anyway but here's where he's wrong he should have never had a shorty like that in the first place if you a man who's serious about his finances you need to find a shorty who's serious about hers a shorty with her mindset right who's actually about her bag would never put her in a situation like that don't shoot the messenger uh First he said all. everything I, I i wanted to say i mean it is what it is she's broke if she thinks that he's supposed to pay for them 18 friends you pay for your 18 friends you wanted them here i will say i've had birthday dinners where i definitely had a guy that i was dating pay for a lot of people right but, he but i never asked him okay i never asked him to do it it was a milestone birthday Okay. And on top of that, this was one of his presents to me. Thank you. Was to do the birthday dinner. It was a birthday whole birthday party for me. And he paid for it. Probably more than 18 people to eat Philippe's. We all had champagne. Everything was good. But this was all his decision. I would never bring and invite 18 people and expect anybody to pay for 18 of anybody. Where That's is ridiculous. the bail? I need the bail. I want to ding everything you said. Like every single thing you said. He wanted to give you a birthday dinner. So he was happy to pay. You knew that. You wouldn't put him in that position or your friends in that position no. or yourself in that position on no. the day of your birthday. So I'm not paying a, for 18 people. Come on, And girl, you please. knew, sis, what kind of man you already had. You knew what the bag looked like because it shouldn't even be a question why y'all are outside of the restaurant now. I don't know if they have already eaten or they're about to go in to eat, but... How do you set yourself up for something like this? And this is the man that you're supposed to be knowing intimately. Like Even uh, she don't like him. She don't like him. And that's probably one of her many boyfriends. And oh. he's just the one. That's the only way I could take that. Because if that's somebody you love and care about, one, you would never try to embarrass them in front of your friends, let alone a camera, let alone getting mad, calling them names like that. That is the little she 
beyond disrespected this beyond man. to the and point where his homeboy had something. She disrespected herself. Let's be clear, because she looks like the clown, not him. She looks horrible. And this is a prime example of don't let social media be our teachers, uh, young ladies, and have an actual grown woman with a thought behind her brain and pretty face that's inciting you and pouring into your life. Because whoever has told this little girl that that, that was this man's job, first of all, I'm not going to let my man randomly pay for 18 people so if it wasn't a set up situation then it would be no question anyway what kind of friends do you have that came out to celebrate with you on your birthday because my friends i know my my good sis l'oreal pulls out her wallet every time with, no matter no who we way. with imagine and it's your birthday at that you should come expecting to pay for you the birthday person and a little extra just and a little girl who don't them. have it <laughs> and then it always a home girl that don't have it you piece up for her too because her food ended up being 112 dollars, <laughs> and she only came out with 89 dollars. <laughs> that part so i mean i think that she's wrong and i wonder what age she's turning but i'm still i'm sure it's still very a young a, a very young age because there's no way she would put her man in that predicament and oh boy who kind of summed it up at the end he was spot on no woman wants to be around a guy who is not do living to his potential but by the same token a financially responsible man is who you want to marry and be the father of your kids so sis hey, stop yeah. playing with yourself and and build a better foundation i'm just that's saying right. that's my advice she's a little ass girl and she deserves nothing okay you deserve to leave her and embarrass her just like she embarrassed herself on the internet you're listening to the unjust and run podcast presented by macy's log on to the unjustandrunpod.com for episodes and links to our macy's personal shopping page and eva if they got like a final question for us to undress what can they do? All you got to do is follow us on Instagram at The Undressing Room Podcast and do like they do in L'Oreal's DMs. DM us for your chance to be featured. Like L'Oreal said, it's The Undressing Room Podcast. If you haven't listened to some of the earlier episodes, do yourself a favor and click on up to some of the older episodes That's and right. get into it because, uh, you know, we undress it all. See y'all next week. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, even Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing Sam Styers. J.R. Davis and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode. Raise a spoon to Grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.